Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. It is Wednesday, March 16th, and this is People Every Day. Hey everyone, I'm your host Janine Rubenstein, and today we are going to break down last night's wild Bachelor finale and what's in store for the future of the franchise. But first, let's talk about a couple other stories that caught my eye this morning. First up, Rihanna, who's officially in her third trimester with her and boyfriend ASAP Rocky's first child, recently opened up about what kind of mom she plans to be, and I was not ready for it. (laughs) She told Elle magazine that she thinks her parenting style will be like Real Housewives star Teresa Giudice's, (laughs) saying, Teresa from Jersey does not play about her kids. She will flatten you about those kids. And that resonates with me a lot because I feel like that's the type of mom I'm going to be psycho about it. Because don't they, bring don't, don't get in my face. Do not in my break out my family! You f***ing my face. Do not break out my family! You That's table-flipping Teresa. (laughs) It sounds like Rihanna really plans to take the protective mama bear thing to a whole new level. Speaking of reality stars, Tom Schwartz and Katie Maloney Schwartz from Vanderpump Rules announced on Instagram that they're splitting up after three years of marriage and 12 years together. Katie wrote, quote, This ending is not met with resentment or animosity, no sides to choose. We have deep admiration for one another that will always remain, and we cherish our friendship. Tom, meanwhile, wrote, I'm not quite ready to use the D word because it's too painful. Yes, my heart aches, but I'll be okay. Fully respect Katie's decision, and we've had healthy, productive conversations about it. It would be far sadder if she decided to stay with me whilst not happy. Oof. Well, as one reality TV couple is calling it quits, another just made their wild debut. Can I steal you for a sec? (laughs) Not sure if you guys heard, but a little show called The Bachelor aired its season 26 finale this week. Last night, we saw Clayton Eckerd end up with Susie Evans after a truly messy ride. Susie initially left after she learned Clayton slept with two of his final three women, Gabby Wendy and Rachel Recchia. He also told all three women that he was in love with them. Yikes. So Susie came back, though, only to refuse his final rose. But now, plot twist, we learn she and Clayton are, in fact, happily dating. Dare I say this has been the most dramatic finale in Bachelor history. And joining me now to talk about it is People's Senior Editor, Brianne Heldman. Hey, Brianne. Hey, Janine. What a finale. So this was pretty controversial, to say the least. Clayton says he fell in love with his three final women, and he completely blindsided two of them, Rachel and Gabby. So what are your thoughts, just your initial thoughts, looking back on everything we've seen the past two nights? Oof. I mean, the way that Clayton revealed to Rachel and Gabby that Susie left, and then the way he begged them to stay, especially Gabby, I truly believe he 
said enough to convince Gabby that she was the one at the end of this. She caves and decides to stay, meets the parents. That goes great. Parents love both of those women. And then Clayton's like, you know what? I need to see Susie. I don't know if she'll take me back. Like, what? And then just outright dumps the other two women, visits them in the hotel room together, doesn't make it personal after he's slept with these women, after he's told these women that he loves them, that was so disrespectful and painful and awkward. And I feel terrible for Rachel and Gabby. Oh my goodness. I'm just looking at some of the social media comments and uh, Clayton is being called an expletive boy. (laughs) If you know what that is, that's what I see floating around Bachelor Nation right now. But that criticism aside, people got to catch up with Clayton and Susie or Team Clacy as Clayton calls them. I don't know. Uh, They do seem really happy and really in love. So how was Susie able to come around and forgive him? Susie told people that she, she knew that what they had was something special. She wanted to have one more conversation to at least get a little bit more clarity on the really rough way that they broke up. And that led to many, many, as her word, heavy conversations that ultimately gave her that clarity. And she said the trust came back. She's proud that it happened on her own terms, that it had to happen that way. And now they are happier than ever, totally in love. Clayton's going to move to Virginia to be with her. So he's ready to make that commitment, but she's the one holding back. In fact, Clayton told us that they were struggling to give a title to what their relationship was. Susie was happy just going with the flow and Clayton wanted to define it. And he was like, we just almost got engaged. Like, what are we now dating? Like, what is that? Hilarious. I mean, more power to her and kind of wanting to do things on her own terms. What did she say? I wanted to hear him out, but I knew it was best for me to take a step back. Felt like I was ruining the show, but I think we can be here today and be so strong because we decided to do it on our own. It sounds great. You know, it sounds really good. And I do wish them the best. I don't know if I would be so forgiving considering the man who wants to be with me was literally in love (laughs) with two other women a couple days ago. But where is their relationship at? now. They are doing great. The photos in People magazine, which you definitely should pick up, are so adorable. They're recreating Say Anything. They're so smitten. And Clayton is willing to bend over backwards to be with her. And that's got to feel good, especially after all the drama. I guess. I mean, I'm rooting for them. I'm not rooting for Clacy, though. We just need a different, we need a different moniker. A new name. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then I want to ask about this one other thing that's floating around, the fact that these types of guys always go after the girl they think they're going to lose as opposed to others that are are, are there. Like, you know what I mean? What do you think? You think that's the case? I think it could be the case. My husband calls it the law of unattainability that men always want what they can't have. And so Susie was gone and now she was this missing piece. But I do think they are really happy. I hope they are, man. Well, another season of The Bachelor has come to an end, which means gearing up for a new season of Bachelorette. So how are you feeling about that? Team Clacy aside, I am so here for whatever this next season of The Bachelorette is going to be. I'm so intrigued. I cannot wait. Thank you, Brianne, for coming on to discuss all of this with me. 
Absolutely. Coming up after the break, I'm breaking down that huge Bachelorette twist announced during The Bachelor's After the Final Rose episode. Then later, former Bachelor star Nick Vile gives us his take on last night's finale and what he thinks about The Bachelorette news. Stay tuned. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. As we now know, one of the biggest bits of news to come out of last night's Bachelor finale is who our next Bachelorette is going to be. And it turns out it's not Gabby or Rachel. It's Gabby and Rachel. This is crazy. For the first time ever, we will have two Bachelorettes for the entire season. I want you both to know this. Gabby immediately asked the question on all our minds, will they date the same guys? And host Jesse Palmer explained that the details have yet to be ironed out. But I do want to tell you, Gabby, Rachel, we're going to figure this whole thing out together. This is going to be amazing. This is your journey. Hopefully it'll work out better than the last time we had two bachelorettes at once, which, if you don't remember, ended up with the guys voting to keep Caitlin Bristow and sending home Britt Nilsson in the season 11 premiere. I, for one, cannot condone pitting women against each other on their own show. But the hope is we won't have to worry about that with Gabby and Rachel. I am so happy for her. (laughs) I truly am. It's crazy. This is insane, and I'm excited to do this journey with you. I'm a girl's girl through and through, so having a friend by my side is the best thing that I could ask for. (laughs) I am all for this love fest, and I hope this is also a signal that the franchise will be more inclusive going forward forward. Well, there's more to say in the world of Bachelor. There always is. We are 26 seasons after the very beginning, and the Bachelor franchise isn't slowing down anytime soon. And I don't know about you guys, but I am always curious to know what's going on behind the scenes, especially after a big finale like the one we saw last night. So joining me now, is someone who knows a thing or two about all that. He also was on the show during night one of the finale. So to give his thoughts is Bachelor alum, TV personality, and host of the hit Vile Files podcast, Nick Vile. Hey, Nick, welcome back to the show. How's it going? Good to be with you. So first things first, what was your take on this insane finale? Before it aired, you said the past Bachelor finales were, quote, child's play compared to this one. And now that everyone knows how Clayton's journey ended, what are your thoughts? And are you team Clacy? You know what I am? I had the pleasure of interviewing Susie one-on-one, and I have spoken with Clayton a few times. I'm absolutely rooting for them. And I've been tough on Clayton the past couple nights on my podcast and on AFR, and rightfully so. And as we saw last night, it seems like Clayton recognizes his mistakes and that, unfortunately, he was reckless with the feelings, especially of Rachel and Gabby. He had some collateral damage, and he certainly has to apologize for that. While he might have deserved what he got, it was hard to watch because clearly he understood that he hurt people and he took a beating last night. So Susie was nothing but 
really impressive, very likable. She's very honest and self-aware. I really respect the fact that, say what you want, but Susie has no reason to be with Clayton other than the fact that she believes in their relationship. And for all the talk about whether people are here for the right reasons or not, you can't fault Susie for that. Do you think it's real on Clayton's part? Just being in love, quote, in love with that many women right before the end and then to have Susie back in the picture. Do you think it's the one that got away type of thing or is it real? I assume it's real. Again, like I think Clayton, in my opinion, confused what it meant to be in love with, you know, a feeling of romantic connection or chemistry or things like that. But do I think that Clayton sincerely had the strongest feelings for Susie. I do believe that. And after talking to Susie, I really trust her judgment. But what was the most surprising thing you learned from that interview with her? We talk about some of the conversations that her and Clayton had as they kind of rekindled this relationship and the stages and the timeline and how fast it evolved and kind of her thought process. And I was really curious uh, what she thought about the conversations that Rachel and Gabby had with Clayton at AFR because it was tough for anyone to watch and it must have been tough for Susie. I mean, that was new information. Well, you have spoken out on your podcast, like you said, about Clayton criticizing him for only focusing on himself throughout this process and not taking into consideration the feelings of the other women. So you're in the unique position of knowing what it's like to be The Bachelor on this show and what it's like being a contestant who is rejected. So how do you balance having grace for both of those situations? It's an impossible situation being The Bachelor because you know you're going to lead people on and you're going to hurt people's feelings on some level. That is unfortunately part of the role. That being said, some people are more empathetic and more considerate of other people's feelings and, than others. I, I was a two-time runner-up, so I dealt with heartbreak on, on that end. So when I was a bachelor, I was very much focused on the feelings of the women, especially the final four. And I was incredibly careful with my words and my actions. I like to believe, you know, while they were sad and, and heartbroken and disappointed in the moment that it made sense to them. There wasn't, I, I never felt like I crossed the line or a boundary that was hard for them to try to understand and get over. And, and that came from me just being considerate. The Bachelor is not about finding love on a TV show. It's about finding love on a show that you hopefully can take into the real world. And that's that last part that Clayton seemed to kind of not think about or consider while finding love on the show. It, it, he seemed to be too kind of caught up in the TV aspect of it. Well, last night, we got to talk about it, when both Rachel and Gabby were announced as the new Bachelorettes, plural. I think we all heard the collective jaw drop across Bachelor Nation. I don't think anyone saw this coming. Do you think this could be just a game changer for the franchise? You were on Caitlyn Bristow's season, which started off with two Bachelorettes. Even though you joined the season later, we can't forget how it started. They made yeah, by the time I got there, I just had one. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But like they made the guys pick the Bachelorette they wanted. So do you think the franchise will learn from that? Because that was horrible. I'm sorry. Times have changed. <laughs> it wasn't great then. It would be a hundred times worse now, given the times that we're in. Obviously, this season, the highlight of the season was the camaraderie between Rachel and, and Gabby. They were incredibly heartbroken and had every right to be to center their own feelings in heartbreak, and ever, that would have been understandable, but they still showed compassion for one another. I think there's a lot of unanswered questions of how this is going to go, right? Yeah. 
What's, what's your read on those two? Rachel and Gabby? I think they're phenomenal. What I think was great about the fact that the cast is both is that they're very different women. And I think Bachelor Nation empathized with them for different reasons. I think you see in, in Gabby, you see someone who seems like she made women feel very empowered. The way she handled Clayton and and way she confronted him. And with Rachel, I think she was just incredibly relatable for a lot of people, even both men and women. I think a lot of people have very much felt like they were the fighters in the relationship. And you saw Rachel kind of fight for that relationship for the both of them and empathize with the position that Clayton was in as The Bachelor, only to be blindsided and heartbroken. Hopefully they're not pitted against each other too much. But I suspect that uh, Rachel and Gabby will do everything they can to avoid that. I just do want to touch on the fact that looking at both of them, they have those similarities and they are both beloved, but they also have so many differences as well that are going to be exciting to watch for audiences. Just diverse experiences, diverse backgrounds that they're coming from, which I think the franchise was probably thinking of when they made this decision as well, even though they have that joint story from this last season, right? Yeah, we've never seen something like this. I'm curious. Like, I have a lot of guesses on how it can play out, but I have no answers. I mean, if you're a fan of the show, how do you not at least watch the, the night one and, and see what uh, what's going on and give it a shot? In the meantime, if you're missing out on Bachelor content, feel free to listen to the Vile Files on Tuesdays. We'll still be, I'm sure, talking about stuff and interviewing characters. I'm excited to see what happens. For sure. Oh, my goodness. Nick, thank you so much for being on. And like he said, head over to The Vile Files to hear his conversation with Susie. They go there. So you will not want to miss it. Guys, I hope you all have enjoyed our Bachelor Heavy News Day. There's always just a good story coming out of that show. But speaking of good stories, have you seen the video of little Caleb Stewart? Or excuse me, as he calls himself. Hi, my name is Master Caleb Stewart. I'm the master of reading. Caleb is an eight-year-old motivational speaker and avid reader who started reading when he was just two years old and fell in love with it. Hearing this young reader speak so passionately absolutely melted my heart and is definitely something to make you smile. I personally read every day and absolutely love the adventure of reading. I will stand before you and speak with confidence and not be afraid. So Caleb travels with his pop-up library, giving speeches at libraries and elementary schools, encouraging kids and parents to read and always look on the bright side. And he has big plans for his future. I want to go to a college, Harvard University. I want to become a librarian. It's because my goal is to get more books into the hands of kids. I mean, I can't. I can't even with this kid. Caleb, you are the master of reading and the master of spreading joy. Thank you all for listening to us again today. And we'll be back tomorrow with another episode of People Every Day.